Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. Today, we are joined by Nicole Marchand, the founder and CEO of Dog Child. Dog Child empowers dog parents to cook for their dogs at home with their suite of nutritionally balanced products and online recipe community. So let's dive right in. And the seas are getting rough, and it is getting harder. Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. And today we're here with Nicole, founder and CEO of Dog Child, a Toronto-based company creating home cooking products for your pup. So welcome, Nicole. Hi, thanks for having me on. We're so glad to have you. So this is how we we kind of kick off our episodes with all of our guests. So we really would love if you could give us a bit of an intro to yourself and, of course, tell us about any dog or dogs, plural, in your life. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so I have been a very passionate uh, dog parent. I uh, had my, got my first dog when I was seven years old and then really started Dog Child because of who I call my soul dog, Charlotte, and she passed away two years ago, Um, but she lived till 16. She was a multi-poo, and I currently now have two rescue dogs, Billy and Cricket. Cricket is a rescue dog from Pakistan, and Billy is a rescue dog from Egypt, and maybe I'll kind of, like, kick off on, you know, like, what inspired me to start Dog Child and, like, my journey with Charlotte, if that makes sense. So I, Charlotte was a multi-poo and was a really, really picky eater. And I was, as she aged, I was just like struggling to get her to eat food. I would try all sorts of foods. I tried, you know, every kibble raw. I'd try the fresh food delivery services and really just like couldn't get her to eat. So that's when I turned to home cooking. So I was doing, went on YouTube, found like the first recipe that popped up. And it was kind of that classic ground beef, rice, carrot, apple recipe. She loved it. She started eating. I was whipping up all sorts of recipes in the kitchen, thought I was like the best dog parent in the world. And then I mentioned to my vet, my new regime of home cooking recipes off the internet. And I got like a really stern lecture. And she just told me, listen, like 95% of the recipes pet parents find online are not nutritionally complete. They lack essential nutrients. Um, worst case scenario, she was seeing dogs come in with even like broken bones. And I kind of left that vet appointment and was really inspired to help other pet parents be able to cook nutritionally balanced meals for their dogs. So that's really what inspired Dog Child. And I wanted to make it not only nutritionally complete, but something that was simple because when you do find a lot of the nutritionally complete recipes, it's a lot of ingredients. It's ingredients that aren't easy to find. Like even finding liver at your local grocery store can be challenging. So really wanted to make it like nutritionally balanced, simple. And then like, of course, something that dogs absolutely love and picky eaters, they're going to love it. And, and every dog's really going to enjoy mealtime. Yeah. I was um, just going to chime in and say that it's a, a lot of like the organs and things that a lot of the nutrients are based in, yeah, they are difficult to find. It's not like us humans 
regularly like to consume those things. So, yeah, they are, exactly. so they are a little more difficult to find. I'm just curious, um, do you uh, supply them from like a butcher or um, do they come, where, where does that kind of thing come from? Yeah, so that is all in our supplement. So we have what we call our essential nutrient mix, and that includes all of those vitamins and organs that a dog needs. So what our essential nutrient mix does is help you balance your home-cooked recipes so you're not having to go out there and find all these like chicken gizzards and liver. Um, So you're easily able to make these recipes at home. Amazing. I think that's like a good segue into our first like real, real question. So you've given us like a bit of an introduction to dog child, but for those that have never heard of you before, can you tell us exactly what you do and what that looks like? Yeah. So I like to call us like the food 52 for dogs. So we are an online recipe community. So we show you different ways to cook for your dog, whether that's like dog treats, bone broth for your dog, a dog cake. And then we also show you how to make complete and balanced meals for your dog. So that's like full meals. And then to help you create those complete and balanced meals, we have a suite of products that support that. So our first product are what we call our meal mixes. So that's freeze-dried fruits and vegetables plus our supplement. And all you have to do is cook your own protein or your dog's meat of choice at home, add in a scoop of that with water and oil, and you've got fresh food um, for your dog at home. And kind of beyond that, we're an entire like home cooking recipe. So through our social media, we want to teach you, you know, the tips and tricks, um, the best ways to cook for your dog. So that's kind of what, that's what we're all about is a home cooking community. If you haven't checked out Dog Child's Instagram or website, yeah. go there right now because <laughs> there is some awesome, fun content and uh, recipes and things that you can create for your dog that they will absolutely love. Like I'm looking at this tuna milk tuna melt lick mat for dogs, <laughs> and I'm like, I want to eat that. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and their branding is on point. I think I told you that when we met last time, Nicole. That I was like so impressed with your branding on your social media and your website. And it's just so beautiful and easy to find everything. And um, it's definitely a fantastic resource. So Ken's, why don't you kick us off with the next question? This is a fun one. Yes. So dog owners know that there are so many options out there for food. So there's kibble, there's raw, there's canned, there's home cooked. We are just bombarded as dog owners with all of these different options for food. Why would a dog owner choose home cooked slash fresh food for our dogs? Yeah. So I think the number one reason would be health and longevity. So there are now numerous studies that have come out that have proven that the number one thing you can do to extend your dog's life and reduce their chances of significant health diseases is to feed fresh food and properly balanced home cooked food as well. So, uh, you know, we're when you're looking down the line and you're wondering like, what can I do today to make sure my dog lives forever? Feeding fresh food. And it doesn't have to be even full meals. It can just be incorporating at least up to 20% of fresh food can make a real difference in your dog's health and longevity. Um, so that's really the simple one. Then the number two thing I always say is like, imagine if I told you to, that you were eating beef jerky every day, like how would you, how would you feel about food? So I just like kind of take it a step back and, you know, our name is dog child. So our customers, their dogs truly are their children. And 
we want our dogs to enjoy food just as much as we do. So we want to like spice up and make mealtime fun for them. And it's just like another way of showing your dog just like how much you love and care for them. Kind of the third way, third thing I mentioned is sustainability. So a lot of our recipes show you how to take things that might end up in your compost or garbage and make them into your dog's food. So, you know, every time I'm cooking and I'm doing cooking at home, I'm thinking, okay, like that broccoli stock, I can boil, grind up, freeze with sardines, and that's going to be a healthy, nutritious treat for my dog. So I'd say like those are kind of the top reasons. And then as far as home cooking, you know, there's lots of like fresh food delivery services on the market. And I was doing that and I kind of looked at it and thought like, well, why can't I cook this at home? So it's also, while it's more expensive than kibble um, or canned food, it's going to be about half to 70% of the cost of ordering fresh food or buying fresh food at the grocery store or the pet food store. That's amazing. Um, I always joke that Marshall is my compost because he. I was going to say that. (laughs) He just stands beside. It's a really bad habit that I probably shouldn't have reinforced, but he literally just stands beside me whenever I'm at the cutting board. And any vegetable scraps, um, literally, he just eats them the ends of carrots. The yesterday. I was kale. Yes. He loves kale stems. I also was feeding him tons of romaine the other day. I was like chopping off any of like the brown bits and I was giving them to them and he loves it. The, the, The one thing it's like, we've moved away. Like that used to be how people fed their dogs was like table scraps. So you lived on a farm and that's the way you'd feed your dog. And somehow we've been like retrained to think like, don't feed your dog human food. Don't feed your dog table scraps. And in fact, that's actually really healthy for them. And it's just, we've been marketed that that's not the right way to do it. And of course you have to be like safe and always check if you can feed your dog that, always read labels, but generally you're, you're good to feed your dog human food. Yeah. I'm definitely not giving him like scraps of bread because I eat all of those. Those are never left over. Um, but yeah, with the vegetables and stuff, I'm so lucky that he loves them because I live in a condo building and I can't compost. So it actually is like, I have very minimal food waste because Marshall eats it. That's so fun. Yeah. I love that. It's the best. But I loved what you said about like making their mealtime exciting because my partner and I will often joke that it's so funny how Marshall gets so excited about the same bowl of kibble two (laughs) times a day every single day. It does not bore him. He loves it. But for the pickier eaters, I can definitely understand how that would be super incentivizing. Yep. Mine are on the picky uh, spectrum. Um, They do eat raw, so we do cycle through four proteins. So it is kind of like a little bit of an exciting surprise for them after every four pounds of food. But uh, yeah, still, they still will sometimes be like, nah, I don't feel like chicken today and just not eat it. And then I'm like, well, shoot. So it's the idea of what Dog Child is doing is absolutely awesome. So thanks so much, Nicole, for chatting uh, with us through all of that. We have a really good idea of what Dog Child is, and we are going to take a quick break and continue talking all about fresh food and more depth. So we'll be right back. This 
episode is brought to you by the Humane Society of Kitchener, Waterloo, and Stratford, Perth. The Humane Society of Kitchener, Waterloo, and Stratford, Perth helps people and pets within their communities each and every day, but they can't do it without your help. Receiving no government funding, the Humane Society solely relies on donations and their fundraising efforts. Support critical and life-saving services today and become a monthly PAW program member. Sign up now at kwsphumane.ca. Welcome back to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. Today, we are talking with Nicole from Dog Child, discussing all things fresh food for our pups. All right. Well, let's get right back into it. So, Nicole, let's say this is not a hypothetical question. This is actually very relevant, and I am very interested in the concept of fresh food. So I'm brand new to this concept I feed kibble right now. I maybe add like little things to Marshall's food, like pumpkin and some like fish oils. And other than that, that's kind of where the buck stops. So where, where would I start? Yeah. So I would say number one is that we have a cheat sheet, a home cooking cheat sheet on our website. So I would definitely kind of go and check that out, print it, download it. Just so you can review all like the foods that are safe and not safe for dogs. That's step one. Uh, step two, I'd start with just making a topper for for them. So you could either use dog child or use some other recipes that we have online. But what a lot of our new pet parents do is they'll make using dog child a topper. They'll put it into ice cube trays, freeze it, and then they'll just pop out one ice cube and just mix it into the kibble and just start to do that. Um, and that's going to give you kind of that like 20% fresh food that can really have a lasting impact. Like I said, with home cooking, it's not like an all or nothing. It can just be incorporating a little at, at a time. Yeah, which definitely makes it more affordable, especially for someone like me who has a large dog. Yeah. So, Ken's, this is a good segue into the next question. Yes, it very much is. So say I'm on a budget. Yeah. How how can I add fresh food to my dog's bowl on a small budget? And what are your favorite kind of budget tips and tricks? Yeah. So like I said, number one budget trip would be to start incorporating your food scraps. That's going to cost you absolutely nothing. So that would be, and you know, like I said, home cooking doesn't have to be expensive. Like we just put up a blog on on canned fish for dogs. Uh, canned fish is next to nothing. It's very easy. You could take your food scraps, like that broccoli stem. You could take that kale stem. You could mix it up with some canned salmon, anchovies, put it in a Vitamix, pop it in the freezer into cubes, and there you've got some a little bit of fresh food for your dog. And that's really going to go a long way. And, you know, a lot of the times picky eaters will even love the taste of sardines and they can't spit out the vegetables when they're blended. And then going back to that topper issue, you know, it's a really affordable way to to start to incorporate fresh food into your dog's diet. So you go to Costco, I'd buy a big thing of ground meat or just look at different specials on when meat goes on sale. Get some dog child, scoop in a bit. You can make tons of ice cube trays or you can even make them into those tiny little treat trays that you can buy on, Mm -hmm. on Amazon. 
And then the other thing is uh, coming out with it as well, but just showing how people how to make fresh treats at home. And these often can be cheaper than buying treats. So, you know, if you're doing a lot of training, we've got some recipes that show you, you know, take, you know, ground oats, mix them in once again with a canned fish or even some ground meat. And you can make little training treats for, you know, scents. That's so fun. Okay. I love all of these ideas, except I love my dog, but I don't love him enough to put anchovies in my Vitamix. That is where <laughs> Justina, Justine is also vegan. So okay, and I also just don't like anchovies. So the idea of those going inside my Vitamix, which is okay. like my, my prized, it is my prized, uh, household appliance, <laughs> but, uh, I'm sure Marshall would eat them just whole. So that's yeah, totally yeah, he might. Well, uh, we, and actually something to let you know, Justine, if you're plant-based, is we have an entire plant-based section on our website of plant-based recipes for your dog. So um, we do show you different ones. Like the other great one is just like incorporating natural peanut butter. It's also going to be great for picky eaters. So mixing up like any of those food scraps with peanut butter, that's like another great way. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm hearing that the freezer is definitely your best friend when it comes to kind of the budget-friendly hacks. The freezer is, and it's also enrichment for your dog, right? So when you yes. freeze it, it just adds that like extra element. Once again, they're enjoying their food. We did like another fun recipe last week where I took like a red pepper, stuffed it with ground beef and our mixed veggie meal mix and put it in the freezer. And then it was like a natural Kong. And then we're doing that with like bananas as well, filling the middle, freezing the banana, and you kind of have like your own natural enrichment at home. That is brilliant. Yeah. yeah. That is so smart. I never would have thought, little oh, stuffed pepper, you can have the same dinner as your dog. That's so cute. Yeah. 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 I, I saw that, um, the image on the website and it looks like human food. Like it looks <laughs> good enough to eat. So it does. It does. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. Well, I'm sure you get all of these types of questions all the time. And I think we could do like a million different kind of insert here. But yeah. so if I were to, if I'm a specific dog owner and I'm asking, you know, is fresh food suitable for my dog for X reasons? So whether yeah. it's they're a senior or they have allergies or they're sick or whatever it is, I'm sure we could think of a million examples. Um, what do you, what is typically kind of the response to those people? Yeah. Yeah. So allergies is a big one. So with home cooking, you can pick and choose what ingredients you're using, which gives you a lot more control to test out what works for your dog and doesn't work for your dog. Um, like for example, our dog Cricket, when we first got her, she had horrible allergies, constant ear infections. We put her on lamb and dog child only cleared up within two months. And then we've now been able to transition her back on other proteins as well, which has been great. So allergies is a big one. Picky eaters is another one. So, so many pet parents that picky eaters are just feeding their dogs, maybe, you know, chicken breast or ground meat. And so it's a great product for them. And then, yeah, of course, seniors, you know, as your dog starts to age, they do become pickier and our, our products also too have omegas, they have probiotics, they have prebiotics. So it's just giving your dog that extra nutrition um, and those extra nutrients that they really need as they age. And then finally, it's just like I said, it's people who, you know, are really interested in their dog's long-term health and longevity. So 
you know, it's like preventative health, which we're hearing a lot more about in our own diets. And so just translating that down to your dog's diet and, you know, looking out whether you're going to spend a bit more now home cooking versus those vet bills that can rack up later in life. As, as I told you, I had a senior who lived to 16 and, you know, I, I was kicking myself. I didn't start home cooking earlier. That's amazing. I have a random follow-up question. So one thing I think we hear often from dog owners who feed raw is it's often not supported by their vet. Or if it is supported by their vet, they're pretty like hush-hush about it and really won't provide like much advice or guidance. Do you find you hear similar things in the fresh food world or does it tend to be received differently by vets? Yeah. So I think it's starting to change. And I think the whole nutritional conversation is starting to change. Um, Also the fact that our products have been formulated by multiple vets and pet nutritionists, I think adds that credibility. So we do have vets that, you know, a lot of vets are citing that pet parents are coming in and wanting to feed their dogs fresh food. They're doing home cooking. And so I think the whole view, they're really changing their view on on what to recommend if someone is interested in home cooking and realizing that they're not going to change that pet parent's mind. And there's all sorts of conflicts, as we know, as to what like the vets sell in their office, et cetera. So I think things are really changing and something we're going to be launching in the fall is online nutritional consults. So for people that do want to get that extra um, advice, And do you want to be able to talk to a nutritionist or a vet about their dog's meals? We're going to now allow that to happen online. And just to go back to the the whole raw thing. So our our mixes can be mixed in with raw meat and, and gently cooked. So it's really about like that fresh food aspect rather than raw or gently cooked. We we don't really want to get into that debate too much. (laughs) Fair. Fair (laughs) enough. Yeah. I hear that being a raw food Feeder, I hear that very, very much. Well, Nicole, thank you so much for sharing all of that incredible information. Uh, we, we will be right back with a segment that we like to call Kibbles and Bits. All right, it is now time for a segment that we call Kibbles and Bits. So in this segment, we will learn bits of information from our guests through a series of fun questions. Nicole, are you ready? Yes. Okay, so our first question. Obviously, this is very on-brand and on-topic. What is your dog's favorite fresh food snack? Um, oh, they love all sorts of things. So I'd say our peanut butter cookies that we have on our website. Ooh. Ooh. And they're so easy, and we use them as training treats. So, yeah. And you can eat them, too. A lot of our recipes, you can eat on your dog, which is fun. I love that. Mackenzie's going to be baking peanut butter treats later for herself and her dog. I can see it already. Yes, I am. (laughs) Okay. All right. 
Next, um, what is your favorite outing or activity to do with your dogs? Yeah, so my dogs are reactive, so it's definitely like a solo hike somewhere remote with just my two dogs, or they can kind of go crazy, and they're not. They're, I'm not worried about seeing dogs in every corner. Amazing. Do you are you in Toronto? I am. Do you are you able to find places like that? It's hard. It's hard. I generally go out of the city or. Fair. Another another fun little tip is a lot of the golf courses during winter you can go on to with your dogs. Um, nice. and I, so if you get up early in the morning or later in the evening, there's generally no one else there. So fair enough. All right. Last question. Favorite dog friendly location in Toronto? Yes. So I have to say Stacked Market. It's just like such a fun spot. You can go have a drink with your dog and I don't necessarily bring my dogs there but I'll go there with my brother's dogs or I'll meet friends with dogs and it's just like such a great environment there that's amazing and they're the ones that have like the big open green space and um is it off leash can dogs run around off leash completely off leash and then there's a bar as well so you can get drinks you can hang out and like the entire stacked market is really dog friendly which is awesome very cool yeah yeah, you'll have to come. When you guys are in Toronto, I'll take you there next time. I was going to say, Dog Friendly KW, field trip to Toronto. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> done. We did a pop-up. We've done a couple pop-ups there, too. So I'll definitely keep you posted. Amazing. All right. Well, there you have it. That takes us to the end of our Kibbles and Bits segment. We'll be right back to wrap up. been listening to the Dog Friendly KW podcast and today we've been chatting with Nicole, the CEO and founder of Dog Child. So before we wrap up today, Nicole, can you share with us some starter products from Dog Child Co. that are great for tipping your toes, so to speak, into the world of fresh food? Yeah. So I would start off with our mixed veggie meal mix. So all the pet parent has to do is buy their own protein, whether that's beef, lamb, turkey, chicken, egg, cod, cook that or serve it raw. You add in a scoop of our meal mix with water and oil, and then you've got fresh food. And like I said, just start it off with a topper um, and then you can build up to full meals from there. But it's really our easiest product to dip your toes into home cooking. BRB writing that down. (laughs) I'm on the website. I have it. I actually have it up. (laughs) Yeah, nice. That one one and the essential nutrient mix for dogs. Those both look really great. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Nicole. So if our listeners would like to learn more, where can they find you on the internet? Yes. So we are dogchild.co. That is also our Instagram handle is uh, dogchild.co. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of in-person events as well. So be sure to sign up for our email list. And we're even going to be going to one of your events this summer. So excited for that. Yes. Uh, spoiler alert for all yeah. of our listeners. Um, Dog Child is going to be coming to our new pause on the block summer uh, birthday party to celebrate yeah. three years of Dog Friendly KW. And it's a 90s themed party. So Nicole and her team are going to be coming up with 90s themed dog food, which yes. I'm yeah. so excited about. <laughs> yeah. And fun fact, I actually went to school in Waterloo. I went to Laurier 
And both my parents are from Kitchener as well. And my grandparents and everyone. So I have a really soft spot for Kitchener Waterloo. So do we. We deeply love Kitchener Waterloo. Otherwise, we would not do this. But well, thanks again, Nicole, for joining us today. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast. Till next time. A Block Sheep Audio Production.